with a word for tonight, Dr. Pippin, you are most welcome to Africa Rise and to Beza Church. Let's welcome him. I always begin by saying the Bible is the inspired word of God. It is the only book that reveals to us the moral challenges of our times. Let us study the Bible. For if we do so, we shall find rest our soul. Good evening, everyone. I can't hear you. Good evening, everyone. It is a privilege to be in Ethiopia. You have no idea. <laughs> I, I just have to say thank you for bringing us here. I'm going to talk about defining the moral destiny from an ethical consideration. And here at this arise conference we need to understand there is an urgency to address this issue of our, um, our moral destiny why is it urgent a few blocks away the African Union is addressing that issue of ethics and morality through their theme of human rights. You cannot talk about human rights without talking about ethics. So they are defining ethics and morality over there. And God wants us, his church, also to address it. Because if we don't do it, someone will do it for us. You know, we talk about the scramble for Africa. In the 19th century. A group of people gathered together in Europe and then partitioned Africa and came for our resources. Then we got independence. But it continues. The scramble continues. Only that we are now wearing African clothes and the scramble continues. So though African Union may be gathered and blacks will be around the table, someone is pulling the strings behind. And if we don't define morality for Africa, someone will do it. 
ስለ አፍሪካ ግብረገብ ምንድነው የሚለውን እኛ ካልወሰነው ሌሎቹ ወስኑልናል and they will do it not only for our resources but also for our moral values እናም ደግሞ የሚወስዱብን አብታችንን ብቻ ሳይሆን ግብረገባዊ ማንነታችንንም ነው የሚወስዱት because once they get your moral values they would have your resources ግብረገባዊ እሴቶች ከተወሰዱ ቀላል ነው ንብረቱን መውሰድ the famous philosopher ታዋቂ የሆነ የፊሎሶፊ ሰው ጋብራን said the true wealth of a nation is not measured in its gold or silver but in the learning wisdom and the uprightness of its people የአንድ አገር ሀብት የሚመዘነው በወርቅና በብር አይደለም በህዝቡ የጽድቅ ማንነት ነው it is not our resources that matter አያችሁ ዋናው ነገር ወርቅና ብሩ አይደለም but our values ሴቶቻችን ናቸው ዋና our morality ግብረገቡ our ethics because whoever controls that controls the resources ayachu setun emigaza ganzabon emigaza that is why we shouldn't underestimate what is taking place a few blocks away in the african union building selezi ba africa union midderegawun sebseba endeqallalna yaygeba and that is why god wants his church to have a say lezi no bezi guday lay betekristian dimtswan endittasemma agziaber yifelga We are setting agenda 2063. Agenda 2063 የሚባለውን የቀረጸ ነው. I participated in it. እኔ ተሳትፈበታለሁ. As a member of the African diaspora. ከውጭ ሀገር እንደሚኖር አፍሪካዊ. But who is setting the agenda? Agendaውን ለአፍሪካ እየቀረጸ ያለው ማን ነው? Is it still Europe? አሁንም አውሮፓ ነው እየቀረጸ ያለው or china ways china ነው or india ways hind ነው see normally i need about 3 hours to make this presentation አያቹ ይሄንን ሐሳብ ለመጨረስ 3 ሰዓት ያስፈልገኛል because our founding fathers understood that a time is coming when our moral values would be under negotiation አያቹ የመሰረተ የመሰረቱን አፍሪካውያን አባቶቻችን ግብረገባችን ጥቃት ላይ የሚደርስበት ጊዜ እንደሚመጣ ያውቁ ነበር and they left a never to be forgotten reminder that we must define it ourselves እና ይሄንን መወሰን ያለብን ራሳችን እንደሆነን ማስተዋሻ ተተውልናል not too far away from here you see the statue of dr kwame nkrumah yeah dr kwame nkrumah on the day he opened the african union yeah african hebrat ba ba 25 1963 ba jemmeru bet waqt bekefetu bet waqt he made a long speech rejim tenageru but at the very end sicirsu nigigrachaw the last two sentences yemecerashawochu hulet araft negeroch inkruma said nukumandi yalo and this is reproduced at the base of the statue she said ethiopia will stretch up his hand or her hand ethiopia jochuan alo and then he said africa must unite in kalo bahala africa and mohon allebatal notice For the past 50 years we have focused on the last Africa must unite. ልብበሉ 50 አመት ሙሉ ያተኮርነው አንድነታችን ላይ ነው. So we are focused on integration, liberation, economic, you know, uh, intra-trade and all of that. Africa must unite. አንድ በነግድ በተለያየ ወደ አንድነታችን ላይ አተኩረናል. But we forgot 
the last but one ነገር ግን ከመጨረሻ ወረፍተ ነገር አንድ ወደ ኋላ የተነገረውን ረስተናል which increment said ethiopia shall stretch forth her hands unto god ለኮማመናሉ ኢትዮጵያ ጆቹን ወደ እግዚአብሔር ተዘረጋለች only as ethiopia stretches forth her hand unto god can we truly unite ወነተኛ አንድነት የሚመጣው አስቀድሞ እጅን ወደ እግዚአብሔር በማንሳት ነው thankfully Beza Church Africa Arise has not forgotten እግዚአብሔር ይመስከን በዛ ቤተክርስቲያንና አፍሪካ አራይዝ ግን ይሄን ንግግር አረሰ you see the logo of africa arise አያችሁ ሎጎ ነው አያችሁ there is the african map የአፍሪካ ካርታ አለ someone with outstretched hand እየተዘረጋ ደግሞ አለ in case you don't know እናንተ ካላወቃችሁ you are also referring to what Kwame Nkrumah said but which actually is found in the bible in some 68 verse 13 was where nkrumah quoted it from what does the stretch forth of the hand mean time would not allow me to go through scripture i will simply say that the outstretched hand is a symbol of surrender to a higher power it is an expression of supplication prayer intercession praise in case you have missed it god wants ethiopia not only to be the center of a political capital of africa alastawalachi kona egziaber ke ethiopia mitabqaw ye politika wanna katama mohonon bicha aidelem it must also be the spiritual capital manfasawi wanna katama mohon alleba so that when diplomats ambassadors they come here they are not just coming for our gold and negotiations they must also find god and take it back Deep. ዲፕሎማቶች ሲመጡ ለሰብሰባ ብቻ መሆን የለባቸውም እግዚአብሔርን እዚህ አግኝተው ይዘውት ሊሄዱ ያስፈልጋል we must reclaim true worship ወነተኛ አምልኮን ማስመለስ አለበት we must reclaim true surrender to the lordship of jesus christ የኢየሱስ ክርስቶስ ጌትነት ወነተኛ መገዛትን ማስመለስ አለበት and all that it entails እና ታያዥ ጉዳዮችን በሙሉ I wouldn't go into the details uh, I will give you the full script later on Because it is also referring to a time in the future contextually when all gentiles will be brought to the Lord And we live in that messianic age Since Christ came Christos kemata jemro that prophecy is saying a time is coming when everyone who genuinely wants to serve the lord will find him gitan yemifelg bemulu yemiyagenyibet zaman yimetal ila and his lordship gitnetun yemifelg worship baamlko us providential faith will all follow hulum mikatelut malat you know so what did nkrumah mean when he said ethiopia shall stretch forth her hands and to God Africa must unite. ስለዚህ ንኩማ ኢትዮጵያ ጆቹን ወደ እግዚአብሔር ታነሳለች አፍሪካም አንድ ተሆናለች ሲሉ ምን ማለታቸው? 
I'm not sure he even understood that it was a prophecy. Just like Herod made a prophecy about Christ when he said, one man is expedient for one man to die for the sin of Abraham. He didn't know that he was prophesying, but God had a purpose for it. Look, Herod, and so we mot, and from Ghana, Nkrumah was not a Christian. But God used him to make a prophecy of our day. And so, I want to believe that perhaps Kwame Nkrumah was telling us as you work for integration, don't lose God. Don't lose the spiritual foundation. And so, he made that prophecy in 1963. And today, another person from Ghana, in the house of another Ethiopian, I am here to interpret what Kwame Nkrumah said. I was given threefold assignment. Number one, I was asked to tell a little bit my story. Then I should set forth the theme, engage the moral destiny. And if there's time, I should make a case for youth empowerment. For me, this is a challenge because when I came here, I've been blown away. I had no idea there were such great men and women in Africa already. So what am I coming to say? I hold no office. The work I do, I am living in the diaspora. My work is grassroots work. I'm like a community organizer for young people. My approach is simple means. I teach, I instruct, I lecture. That is the approach I use. And our approach is very simple. Quite frankly, let me skip most of these things. My point is, I don't even know what to say to you. You have it all. So let me begin by making a case. Since I'm community organizer, grassroots, I would rather let the young people tell their story. Does it work? God's That's number one. I will skip my spiritual journey. In 1998, I was asked to direct campus ministry at the University of Michigan. It is where the Peace Corps volunteer movement started. It is one of the top universities in the states. What can an African do in that kind of place? I decided by the grace of God to bring the faith 
of Africa to America. Our goal was not just a ministry to students, but our goal was to make it a movement of students. And what we do is, I, every year I bring about 12 people, train them for one year. Another year, I bring another group. Jesus' method. One whole year, they suspended their studies. Some came from Harvard, MIT, whatever, Princeton. They all came one year, dedicated to the Lord. I instruct them. Then at the end of the year, send them back to their universities and impart it to the others. Sometimes a whole year will focus on one subject, excellence. Sometimes we focus on simplicity. Sometimes the power of one person, what you can do. We encourage them to read. Because those who read are those who lead. So if I had transformed this into my class, I would have given you all handouts. And it is from these handouts that we publish the books. Within three years, this is what happened. They wanted to bring together the people whom they have impacted during the three years. They were looking for 200 people, 400 shoulders. The next year, 800 shoulders. 1600 shoulders. 3200 shoulders. 6400. I mean, and up to the time I resigned from my work through a painful failure, one day I'll talk about it to you, almost 10,000 people gathered every year. It spawned, the young people discovered their spiritual gifts. Some said we will focus on young people in uh, uh, universities. Uh, high school students, focus. University Another group said we'll focus on health, so they call themselves Chef, Cooking and Health Education Forum. The women said we'll form a women's group called Wigs, Women in God's Hands. The young people said we'll start publishing ourselves. Press, what? publication resources and educational services for students, what young people. They wanted to distribute their work, excel, they organized themselves on their own. Between Harvard and MIT, another group spawned from it called Stride. Those I trained became my staff members and I immediately employed them. And they took charge. The young man you see, he was the one did architecture and now he did graphic design and now he started doing my books for me. Architecture at Nabohala graphic design in Matsavoch Masrat Jamara Bamatayot Manged. I wish I can say more. I'm trying to see. There is more. I mean, they started growing. Then I said, What am I doing for my continent Africa? 
ከዛ ለሀገሬ ለአፍሪካ ምንድነው ማበረክተው የኛን ሰዎች እዛን ልክና በዛ ይጠፉብናል So I said okay by God's grace I will reach out to the African studying in North America convert them and then send them back to Africa እና ምናልኩ እግዚአብሔር ረዳኛል አፍሪካኖችን አሜሪካ ያሉትን እነሱን ለውጥና መልሼ ወደ አፍሪካ አልካቸውም ከዛ አላይቭ ሚሎ ተወለደ ዛምቢያ I wish I could share all that she did. ያደረገችው በሙሉ በነግራችሁ ደስ ባለኝ። Bottom line, we have a world to change. ባጭሩ ምን ለውጣው ዓለም አለ? So now we have alive Nigeria. አሁን አላይቭ በናይጄሪያ ተጀምሯል። Another one. I I want you to understand what is happening and what we can do. አያቹ ምን እየሆነ እንደሆነ ስታውቁ ምን ማድረግ እንደምንችል ታውቃላችሁ? Another group image called CAM. ሌላ ቡድን እንደሞመጣ CAM የሚባል. On the continent of Africa. Center for Outreach for Mentorship and Empowerment. የመሪዎችን የማሰልጠን አይነት. This young man was 21 years old when he listened to one of my messages. ይሄ ወጣት አንዱ የኔን መልእክት ሲሰማድሚው ገና ይሄ <laughs> But that money can only pay for one semester or one year. The lessons I have taught about mind liberation. And said, if I pay for one year, the money will be gone and I'll be begging again. He took a risk. bought a copying machine while he, he used half of the money to pay for first semester he has a sister who also needed to go to school so he bought a copying machine and he started working on campus to raise money so the sister can go to school and he started gmashwan kefelna israelilat nehutun tarto photocopy machine gazana business jemra ba 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 In a short time he had hired 20 students to work for him on campus he was studying but he was working but 10 
copy machines. Started making money, $25,000 a year, a student. Now he has a graduate degree, the sister has a graduate degree, and the sister is now planning to be a professor at the university. He is a minister and a different kind of minister. And now, they said, we are also going to different parts of Africa to bring about mind liberation. So they are going everywhere. And then they said, we must do something. I'm poor. I came from a poor background. I must empower poor people. And so they started industries. You know, uh, Dr. Vita, if I don't get to my material, you'll get it in, in a book. But I want us to understand the need for adults to give way to young people. Then he said, okay, we must change Africa and the continent. So, by now he had a little money. He said, I'm going to start mango farming. 112 acres. And then, while the mango was growing, he said, well, I need to plant something else. So he planted pineapples, 30 acres. So while the mango was growing, the pineapple would be harvested. Then he also included corn. We'll sell the corn, make some money. Then he said, well, I need to sell the corn, but I must start poultry so that I'll use my corn to feed the birds. So now they have 25,000 birds. And as we speak, every day they are raising I, I, I think you are getting the idea. Then we, we need to do something for the fishing folk. He came from a fishing village. So they've started employing 30 people already. And now they are wanting to buy more boats. And then they said, okay, we'll take our eggs, our corn, we need to start transportation business. Transportation. Created 300 jobs already. In fact, next year, I will make sure he comes for, for you to, to see. But the purpose of all of this is not food on the table. It is for the kingdom. Because his life was changed as a student, now they are focusing on campus ministries. Going to secondary schools and universities. And winning a lot of souls. 4,580 have been won for the kingdom. In five years, they've distributed about almost six million pieces of literature. 
All because someone challenged him to have a different mindset. And so, and this is their leadership. Also, very few, about 12 of them. So I go and train them, and they are spreading. That sister is in front. MPL in marketing. marketing no the gentleman so. is there. Yeah, last year, so I went there for one week to train them. And each one of them is doing something else. Some are into music. We want to reclaim music for the Lord. Much of the music today in our churches are pure noise. Good quality music must emerge from Africa. So one of them has taken, in fact, I called them, okay, come to Nigeria. So the whole group, this, first, one day we'll bring all of them and you, you'll get to hear music. That's just one place. I'll take you to another place. And they have organized themselves Go there, train them. These are young graduates and professionals. Zimbabwe, another group, Katkom. Zimbabwe, and they decided to change Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe So they invited us. We went African Mustang lectures at the Harare International Convention. Young people, they organize this to change the face of Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe, I think you are understanding where I'm drifting. Grassroots Jesus approach works. Youth empowerment, training, and mentorship works. If we don't do it, the Lord holds us accountable. I've only done the first assignment. But it's okay. I'll just summarize for you the three other areas where I have been asked to speak on to define the moral destiny of Africa from an ethical perspective. Why must we engage in this discussion the challenges we face in Africa are essentially spiritual problems. Take the case of corruption. Last year, the African Development Bank manager, the director says, every year Africa loses $141 billion through corruption. Fifty-five billion of this stolen money can power the whole continent. But it goes to someone's pocket. Held in some overseas bank. Then they later assassinate him and the money stays there. Corruption. 
But you know, this worldly leader says the cost of corruption is massive and it has turned the whole continent into a dark continent. Africa is a dark continent because of corruption but corruption is a spiritual problem is a problem of the heart as I've argued elsewhere the heart of the African problem is the African heart and the heart must be changed. And when the heart is changed, like the heart of Zacchaeus, it will effect a whole change. Are you understanding? Why should we engage in this discussion? We engage in this discussion because if we don't, we cannot find lasting solutions to our problems. And our churches are being affected by the crisis. Because we also do not know right from wrong anymore. Let me define the moral crisis of the time. It does not consist in the blatant disregard of God's moral laws. That is not the crisis. Every generation, people have always known God's law and they violated it anyway. <coughs> the crisis of our time is this. That for the first time, the very existence of moral absolutes are being questioned. Standard yet so we are not sure anymore whether there is right or wrong. In the past, we knew adultery was wrong, but we did it. Stealing was wrong, we did it. But now, we are not even sure whether adultery is wrong. Whether stealing is wrong. Whether there are moral absolutes or not. And the church is being bombarded by it. And God wants his church to clarify this issue that God has standards. There are moral absolutes. Which does not change. No matter who says so. So let me give you just bullet points. The contours of my thinking about how the Christian church can clarify the moral challenge of our times. Number one, our moral mandate has to do with our calling as disciples of Christ. It has to do with our spiritual walk with the Lord. Because the walk of holiness is a walk with two legs. One leg is called ethics, the other is called spirituality. Without both legs working, you will be limping. You see, Spirituality deals with the inward cultivation of your relationship with God. 
Ethics has to do with the outward evidence of your commitment. If you say, I have spirituality, I'm spiritual, I love the Lord, but you are not doing his will, that is not part of biblical holiness. Jesus says, if you love me, spirituality. Keep my commandment, ethics. Are you, are you understanding? So we have to clarify this. I'll put something on the screen. You, you'll get it later on. I'll, I'll get it. But... Ethics deals with lifestyle as a Christian. What is holiness? It prescribes, that is, ethics. Spirituality talks about the how of holiness and it describes. Ethics is growing tall in the Lord. Spirituality is growing deep. Ethics is about the law of Christ. Spirituality is the life of Christ. Ethics deals with character, the character of God. Spirituality deals with devotion to God. Ethics deals with lovingly doing God's will. Spirituality deals with appropriating the resources that are available. Prayer, fasting, meditation on God's word, Ethics is Pleasing God. Spirituality is walking with God. We must clarify this. Without spirituality, ethics becomes legalism and Phariseeism. And without ethics, spirituality becomes antinomianism, privatized, new age, believism, you know, grace, cheap grace religion. We need both legs. And at this conference, my assignment is to clarify the ethic, the one leg, but the other is important. Let's not lose sight of it. The second point to clarify this is we must make it clear. That God has moral absolutes. Not relativism, which says there is no law, you can do whatever you want. God has a standard. How do you do determine what the moral absolutes are? Framework to think about. The teachings in scripture give us a direction of God's morality, what he wants. Example, whatever you do, do to the glory of God. If you apply that, then ask yourself, if I'm giving bribe, is it to the glory of God? Every Bible-based Doctrine helps clarify our understanding of God's moral standards. 
You can also learn from Bible characters. Copy them when they were doing right. Avoid their mistakes when they were doing wrong. If God hated something in the days of Abraham and Paul, he still hates it today. Then there are also, you know, moral values. Value simply means what God values. The same one on the mount, he loves mercy, he loves peacemaking, he loves those are values. The fruit of the spirit are values. So on every major decision making, subject them to these values in scripture. And then there are the moral principles that are also in the word of God. But the clearest absolute standard for morality is God's moral law. James calls it the royal law. James chapter 2. They are the Ten Commandments. They are not Ten Suggestions. But the Ten Commandments are much broader than we think. When you read the book of James, he talks about how do you show favoritism to another? Why do you do this? Don't you know that it violates the royal law? And he refers to the Ten Commandments. And so where in the Ten Commandments is favoritism? I can't see it. Then Jesus says, the ten, he came to enlarge the Ten Commandments, and that is what the Sermon on the Mount is all about. See, the God who gave the moral law on Mount Sinai is the same God, Jesus Christ, who on another mountain explained it. Therefore, the Sermon on the Mount that's why Jesus says, for these all the law and the prophets are. Don't fight one, uh, the God of the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament. He's the same person. Now, let me sum up because time is up. If I were presenting a long lecture without translation, <laughs> I would have titled it the gold from the two mountains. Because when Jesus was concluding the Sermon on the Mount, talking about our moral obligation, he says, do unto others what you would have them do unto you. That's the golden rule. The golden rule. Work we have iron rule, we have silver. You can read my book, The Transform Mind. I've discussed this in detail. But the golden rule, then he says, Upon these hang the law and the prophets. So that 
The golden rule, the gold on the mountain in the New Testament is the same God who gave the gold on another mountain, Mount Sinai. Are, are you following? And here is where I will conclude. We as Africans have a claim to this golden rule. The gold from the two mountains. Because our natural resources, our gold, without the golden rule, results in poverty and misery. Africa was represented there when God gave the gold on Mount Sinai, the moral law. Moses was an African. Oh yes, he was born in Africa. Obama had problem because people were saying he wasn't born. Moses was born in Africa. He was living in Africa for about 40 years. He was adopted into the royal family. So Moses was an African. And God gave the gold, the golden rule, I'm talking about morality, through Moses, an African. To be given to the people of Israel, but Israel was not just an ethnic group. Biblically, it is always a spiritual body. But in the ethnic Israel, 12 tribes, two of the largest tribes were half African. Ephraim and Manasseh. The two largest tribes in Israel were half African. Children of Joseph. Joseph married an Egyptian wife. Asina. Daughter of the priest of On, Potiphera. So Moses, uh, sorry, Joseph married an African they gave birth to Ephraim and Manasseh. So half of Israel, the whole is African. Are you understanding? Ephraim and Manasseh, Africa, we need all the roots. Let's see Israel, Rasu, Gemaju, Africa, we know one. And God gave it to us Africans. We were there. So let's see the largest population. We were there. When Israel was coming out of Egypt, some mixed multitudes went along with them. Africans. Later on, they got absorbed into them. Are you following? And I can go on. I'll look, go through the Old Testament and see Africa. You see Ethiopia. You see Kush. You see all of this. Africa, we are there. When you come to the second mountain, the New Testament church, the same one on the mount. Oh, by the way, Jesus was cradled in Africa. An African carried his cross. And we also know that when the early church started, 
So the New Testament church, the body of God's people, those to whom the Sermon on the Mount, the God from the, we are there. So when the world is turning away from God's moral values, Africa must arise. This is what Dr. Kwame Nkrumah pointed to. Ethiopia will lift up her hands. When the world have all kinds of ethical systems that yesterday we were challenging, I think it, it, it was today, was it today or yesterday? He challenged us. The West is bringing all of these things. Africa must stand up. Don't let some NGO tell you before I give you this aid, you must do this. Let no government tells you before I give you this, you must accept this lifestyle. Let no educational institution tell you what is right or wrong. Africa has a legitimate claim on ethics and morality. So when a few blocks away, they are describing human rights and ethics, we Africans must make it clear. And when all of them come and they leave Ethiopia, they will carry this truth all over the world. This is Africa's moment. To reveal the true knowledge of God to the world. At a time of moral decadence. God counts on us. We cannot afford to let him down. Is this clear? You know, we are living in the last days. It is not by chance God raised this church. It is not by chance God is linking like-minded hearts together from all over the place. Prophecy is fulfilling. Look at the different denominations represented here. Pentecostal, Protestant. Every group is here. I am a Seventh day Adventist. But that is not what defines us. There is something more. Our spiritual heritage as Africans prepared us to play a role on the world stage. In case you didn't know why God raised up African Arise, now you know. African Arise, Thank the Lord. You are part of this prophetic movement. And the way we can do is today 
is to stretch forth our hand in surrender to him. Said, Lord, I have let you down so many times. But today, I surrender to you. Christ Lordship. We must stretch forth our hand in praise. In worship. Of the true God. And say, if all may forsake you, Lord, by your grace, I'll be faithful.